Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. And good morning, Real Presence Live listeners. Nick Bedelsky, Melissa Scaccio here at the one and only St. James Coffee in Rochester, Minnesota. A uh, beautiful day to be with you as a secular Franciscan. Very excited to be with you today on the Feast of St. Francis of Assisi. It's a big day. Absolutely. Uh, we've got a lot of exciting guests coming up today, including uh, you'll get to hear more of me than probably you ever want to hear. Uh, in the last <laughs> segment of the show, uh, talk about my vocation as a secular Franciscan. Uh, but before we get rolling with the show, uh, let's go ahead and start things as we should all things in prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Amen. Our Father, who, who art in heaven, heaven hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Did I skip part there? I think you skipped a part. I was going to say something different. But you know, it's close enough. The the guardian angels fill it in, right? They're guidelines more than, you know, requirements. All right. Well, our first uh, guest of the day, uh, you may have heard his name before, especially if you listen to podcasts from StarQuest Production Network, uh, such as the wildly popular Jimmy Aiken's Mysterious World, Secrets of Star Trek, Secrets of Star Wars, all those other wonderful shows over there at SQPN, and so much more. And if none of what I'd said makes sense to you, don't worry. By the end of this half hour, it will. So I'd love uh, to welcome our next guest, our first guest, uh, Dom Bettinelli. Good morning, Dom. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, so for our listeners who, who aren't familiar with you, and actually, you know, I've listened to hours upon hours of podcasts that you're on, and I don't know that I know much about you personally, uh, because I haven't re- listened much to uh, Raising the Bets, um, the, the, the show about your family. But uh, for our listeners who aren't familiar, would you uh, introduce yourself? Sure. So I'm uh, Domenico Bettinelli. I'm the CEO of StarQuest. Uh, I'm a dad. I have five kids. I have a husband to my wife, Melanie. Uh, we live outside of Boston. Uh, I have many years of experience in all kinds of Catholic media, including print, radio, news, online media, podcasting. I think the only thing I haven't done is TV and movies, which yeah, I'm open to any offers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> offer me a stint. Uh, I have a theology degree from Franciscan University of Steubenville, which uh, seems appropriate today. Yeah. It's a big day for me, too. Yeah. Uh, I previous, previously worked for uh, Catholic World News, which was the first online Catholic news service. Mm. Uh, we started back in 1996, which wow. is like the uh, prehistoric era of uh, the, the modern <laughs> right. web. Right. Uh, I worked for Catholic World Report magazine and was mm-hmm. uh, briefly editor there. Uh, mm. I worked for the Archdiocese of Boston and its Catholic media uh, group, uh, helping start their Catholic new media uh, division, the department that uh, started Cardinal Sean's famous uh, Twitter. Uh, I think he was the first yeah. cardinal on Twitter. I, wow. I, I like to say that anyway. I'm not sure if that's, if that uh, <laughs> was literally true worldwide, but I like to think so. Um, we did podcasting there. We um, 
uh, had a Catholic radio program, a daily radio program called The Good Catholic Life, which I uh, at one point produced, one point hosted. Um, I've worked in parishes as a director of communications, uh, and I uh, also worked for a time for Massachusetts Citizens for Life as their community coordinator. So I've done quite a lot of things before landing here at StarQuest. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, speaking of uh, uh, you getting involved with StarQuest, how did that start? How did you uh, come on board to SQPN? Well, StarQuest itself really began with uh, a Dutch priest named Father Roderick von Hogan, who mm-hmm. uh, started podcasting in the early, early days of podcasting in, in 2005. Uh, uh, and actually, it was interesting, from Rome at the time that Pope John Paul was was dying, and he started recording his thoughts, you know, while he was there in Rome and his impressions of what was going on. And start basically that's the start of SQPN. And I started listening very soon after, like within the first month or so of him doing that. Uh, mm. Hey, there's this Catholic priest doing this podcasting thing. This is interesting. <laughs> right. So that's when, I, that's when I started listening. Uh, I got involved when I was working for the Archdiocese in 2010. We uh, co-hosted with SQPN the Catholic New Media Conference, which was a conference that they, they did uh, for a number of years around the country where we helped people become more involved in Catholic, what was at the time new media, now it's just online media. Uh, <laughs> and then in, uh, soon after that, I was co-hosting some podcasts with Father Roderick. We did Secrets of Star Wars. We did um, Secrets of Doctor Who began around that time. Mm. In 2015, I became part-time executive director first uh, SQPN, and then in 2018, I came on full-time as CEO. Wow, fantastic. Uh, if you're just tuning in, Nick Medelsky and Melissa Scaccio here at St. James Coffee in Rock and Roll Rochester, uh, speaking with uh, Don Bentinelli, the CEO of StarQuest Production Network. Uh, so uh, you mentioned a little bit, we've mentioned a few show titles, so people might have a vague idea, uh, but uh, what is SQPN for StarQuest Production Network? What is it for people who haven't encountered it yet? So StarQuest is a Catholic apostolate where our mission is to, through the uh, programs of audio and video programs, to explore the intersection of faith and pop culture. And what that means in practice is, is we have a, a broad variety of shows, many of which look at uh, TV shows or movies, uh, either w- whether we look at a particular uh, property like Star Wars or we look at them more broadly, uh, like with our, our show Secrets of Movies and TV shows. Mm-hmm. And we look at, we look at the, well, first we look at as fans, we are, you know, are interested, we enjoy these, these uh, sorts of shows, and then we also dig deeper and we often look for uh, deeper meanings, uh, the connections to what is good and true and beautiful. Uh, but also, you know, we, we approach things from our Catholic perspective. We have, as a Catholic, you have a particular perspective on the world, and that informs how you see things, how you see art and literature, and in this case, uh, the art forms of you know, TV and movie shows and, and other kinds of popular culture. Yeah, absolutely. It makes a lot of sense, and it's. I like that the the intersection of faith and modern culture, uh, which is a place we we all find ourselves in as Catholics a lot. Um, and to have um, people like yourself and Jimmy Aiken and uh, F- Father Corey and and the other uh, hosts on there explore that along mm-hmm. with you is really kind of a. It, it's a great 
resource in a way, I think. Uh, because like you said, yeah. we start as, start as fans, whether it's of a particular, um, you know, a genre or a particular uh, property franchise, like you said, um, start at that place and then uh, kind of discover and explore how that interacts with our, with our faith life and what things correspond, what don't. Uh, and I always find that interesting. Right. And, well, that's the one thing is we don't, um, we don't condemn anything because it, it may have something that we disagree with from our faith. We don't, you know, completely write things off. Right. Uh, we, we find what is good, and we highlight that. And then we point out the things we disagree with and the things that are bad. Um, I, I don't, we don't tend to delve into or, you know, get really into stuff that is inimical to the faith. I, you know, I, 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 there, are, there are certainly things out there in pop culture that are just, you know, not full of not good. <laughs> so right. And, 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 and it just, frankly, you know, some of it I just, I'm not interested in. And, and that's a big part of it is we have, we have to be interested in it to be, right. to talk about it well. And I'm right. not really interested in talking about uh, certain programs that are out there. You know, um, I, I've seen Game of Thrones, but I don't want to do a show about it because right. there are, there can be elements that you can highlight, you know, where good shows up, where even, you know, beauty or truth show up. There's so much of the other stuff that it just kind of overwhelms. It kind of drags you down. Um, and we do even do that within certain properties. Like we, we have a Secrets of Star Trek show, and we talk about a lot of the different Star Trek programs, the old ones, the new ones. Uh, mm-hmm. We recently decided not to talk about Star Trek Discovery anymore because the three of us who host that program, we just weren't enjoying it. Right. And there was a lot of material in it that we just felt like it just dragged down the program itself. And there was, we just didn't want to spend every week going, oh, this, this is a terrible program. <laughs> it's just not, there's plenty of YouTube channels for that, uh, that they spend a right, lot of time doing right. that sort of thing. But we're not interested in that. Right. And I remember that, too. Um, at, at a certain point, uh, I think you guys had decided, well, we're going to start with uh, the first season of each uh, Star Trek uh, series and go from there. And it wasn't, you know, too far in where you guys said, okay, we can't do that anymore. Too many. <laughs> the first season of TNG and a few of these others just, it, it wasn't working out. Uh, so, uh, but I, I, but I do like that, that uh, you guys are upfront about that too. And like, we just, we, we're, we're not enjoying this. It's not going to be fun to listen to because it's not fun for us to watch. It's not something we enjoy talking well, about. Well, then it starts feeling like work. Right. And exactly. you don't want it to feel like work. Yeah. You want to enjoy right, it. Not- right. Right. And- Oh, sorry. I was Go just going to say, I have, a, I have a question quick. Um, when you talk sure. about these properties, do you have to get permission? Like, where you're doing Star Trek or Star Wars or Doctor Who, can you just be like, we're just going to have a show where we discuss this property? Oh, like, sure. Do you have to do anything yeah. legally to be able to do that? Oh, no. There's the, there is a fair use is a well-known concept in, in U.S. law and in uh, many other countries as well, where, you know, uh, Parody, criticism, uh, critique, you know, all that sort of educational discussion are fair. We don't generally play clips from the shows. Uh, right. You know, the, the, occasionally we'll have a, a little bit here and there. We have our intro, of, you know, uh, a character saying something. But in general, it's, uh, we, don't, we don't play parts of the shows. We just talk about them. Uh, and so even if we did play bits and pieces here and there, that would still fall within fair use. So that's, uh, that's not a problem at all. Very cool. Very cool. So uh, we've been talking kind of about some of the the um, uh, 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 programs related to um, media 
Right, but there's also another side to the programming at SQPN. Could you talk about those programs mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily related to, say, Star Wars, Star Trek, different uh, properties like that? Right. So our shows fall into several categories. So like, like you mentioned, we have shows that focus on media uh, and broader topics, like we have a science show. We also have shows that have a sort of bridging appeal. Uh, so the, you know, the broad appeal to non-Catholics listen to a lot of those shows. But we have shows that have like a bridging appeal, which like Jimmy Aiken's Mysterious World, that can appeal to both Catholics and non-Catholics. And we've heard from, from that uh, audience as well. Uh, but it has much more Catholic content. Then we have shows that are specifically Catholic in their appeal, like The Catholics of Oz, which is a show that's produced out of Australia, right. uh, American Catholic History, and uh, a show we call PlayStation Portable, which is the Divine Office, or the uh, Liturgy of the Hours of the Church, which is one of the oldest podcasts actually out there. It's been going on for 17 years at this point, I think. Wow. Wow, yeah. Yeah. That's that's really cool. That's really cool. So how, um, I guess, how did the, um, how did the idea to have this brought away to sort of start a, a network i guess of catholic programs that kind of cover the spectrum how did that I- idea come together was it was it sort of all at once was that right there at the start or was it something that you know you sort of added these other programs on later as uh, time came along for that to happen so most of these programs are relatively new secrets of star wars secrets of middle earth uh, and uh, secrets of doctor who are older programs in fact secrets of star trek too but Father Roderick had this vision back in the early days when he started the network along with Greg and Jennifer Willits. And they had this vision for building up this broad network of Catholics involved in podcasting across a lot of different ideas. But we really early on hit on this, this formula of people like to hear us talk about things that they enjoy, uh, you know, programs that they enjoy or topics that they enjoy that aren't necessarily devotional. There's lots of great podcasts about that, but we, we, you know, we kind of occupy a space that's you know next to that. So if you want to listen to Bible in a Year podcast, that's fantastic. That's a fantastic podcast. I'm so grateful to Ascension Press for doing that, which brought a lot of visibility to Catholic podcasting. Yeah, but we but there are a lot of podcasts that talk from a Catholic devotional standpoint, and we kind of occupied this area that is kind of adjacent to that. Yeah, and it's very important as as we've kind of been been hitting on throughout the interview. You know, uh, this is a space that that's important because it's easy to listen to the to the devotional ones, and those are great. Like you said, Father Mike Schmitz with the Bible in a Year, and now the Catechism in the Year is coming up. Uh, those are fantastic, but also how our faith meets the world we live in is a very important space. So that's why I'm thankful uh, for SQPN to have the the broad spectrum of programming that it has. Uh, that's able to to cover those that uh, that range of things there. So uh, if you're just tuning in, Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio at St. James Coffee here in Rochester. We have Dom Bettinelli on the phone from StarQuest Production Network. We'll be uh, speaking about more uh, more wonderful things after we come back from the break. Stay tuned. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Do you know? 
know a priest who has made a difference in your life or at your parish, one who has helped you through a loss, discern an important decision, or celebrated the sacraments with you and your family? Real Presence Radio would like to know about these amazing priests. Visit our website at realpresenceradio.com contact to nominate your priest. And each week on Real Presence Live, we will recognize one of our priests with a dozen donuts generously donated by a local business. Help us honor our fathers by nominating your priest today. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Have interruptions impacted your charitable giving? If you feel like you have less to give this year or are waiting until you get through these recent challenges, we want to let you know about some creative gift options that won't cost you a dime this year. For example, you could designate Real Presence Radio as the beneficiary of all or percentage of your IRA or make RPR beneficiary of a percentage of your estate or specific asset. Make a bequest commitment gift this year without impacting your savings or investments. To learn more about the benefits of making a charitable bequest, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. like to shop local, but sometimes there are items you can't easily get nearby. The next time you shop online, think of Real Presence Radio. If you use our special link, Real Presence Radio will get a portion of your purchase price on Amazon, and it won't cost you anything additional. Just go to realpresenceradio.com smile, and you're all set. You'll be directed to Amazon Smile, where a portion of your purchase price will be donated to Real Presence Radio. It's easy, fast, and doesn't cost you a dime. Find the link at realpresenceradio.com smile. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Uh, welcome back to Real Presence Live. Nick Medelsky and me, Melissa Scacio, coming to you from St. James Coffee in the as Nick likes to say, rock and roll Rochester, which always makes me It's a rock and place. Yeah. I know. It's a rock and place. It makes me giggle. It's a beautiful day outside. The trees are turning across the street at Pox Christie. Yeah. There's a really bright orangish reddish tree, which yeah. is, you know, the signs of fall. But if you're just joining us, we are speaking to Dom Bettinelli, who is um, also a Sicilian just like myself. Although I'm married into it, Dom, I presume you actually are Sicilian. <laughs> Born and bred. Yeah. Uh, I got you. And like, um, yeah, this is a very, very, very Italian last name, which is great. And you know, you don't speak with any kind of accent of any kind. Like you said, you're out in Boston and I'm listening for it and I don't hear anything. Yeah, my four years in uh, Ohio at Simsville uh, kind of got, that, got rid of that for me. But the, it opens up. Yesterday we were recording uh, the scene of the Star Trek and there was a point where I said uh, the Karema... Oh, see, and that's I love accents. So, like, if you would just went full Boston on us for the rest of the interview, that would be awesome. <laughs> I, could, I could give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. <laughs> 
So uh, we've been throwing around the name Jimmy Aiken a lot, and a lot of our listeners are very familiar with Jimmy, uh, with his work with uh, Catholic Answers, a fantastic apologist and everything. But there's this other side of Jimmy that I'm really excited SQPN was kind of be able to give him an outlet uh, for that. So that's Jimmy Aiken's Mysterious World. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about how the idea for that came up and, and all those sorts of things? When we were, you know, I, I came on board as CEO full-time, we were kind of reviving the network, and it kind of gotten a little uh, moribund in, in, in some ways. Uh, we, we had one show that we were working on primarily, and we decided we wanted to bring on some more shows, and we asked, you know, the various folks involved, have any ideas? And Jimmy said, well, I've always been fascinated by topics having to do with, um, you know, the, the weird, mysterious, strange uh, mysteries. Uh, if, you, if you're uh, a Gen Xer, you might remember Leonard Nimoy's In Search Of. Or if oh. you're a millennial, you might remember Jonathan Frakes uh, had a show. <laughs> oh, what was it called? Back Fact in the or 90s. fiction, yeah. Fact or fiction. Or the uh, Robert Stack one, which was another uh, sort of mystery, weekly mystery show. Uh, and uh, so he wanted to do something along those lines. And so what we have is a show that, ex- that explores mysteries, both supernatural and natural mysteries, from both a faith and reason perspective, applying Jimmy's unique ability to look at things neither credulously nor skeptically, uh, yeah. but, but from a critical perspective, you know, like a critical thinking perspective, not critical as in, I think it's bad, but critical as in examining uh, dispassionately the, an evidence-based approach to every topic. And it's been fantastic. It's, uh, it's the show I enjoy listening to as we record it, uh, probably most, because it's just top. I love this sort of stuff. I loved In Search of when I was a kid. I loved the stories of, you know, weird things and exploring it. And uh, so that's, that's basically how we started. It's, and it all comes out of Jimmy's interest uh, in all of these areas. And he's an amazing autodidact who just, you know, knows a little something about everything and a lot about yeah. many things. And, and it's, it's just amazing to see him work uh, d- producing these scripts every week that we, that we do. You know, he, he writes a, a nearly 30-page script for every episode, which is nearly wow. every week. And uh, it's, it's an amazing work that he does. Oh, I used to listen to Coast to Coast. I used to do overnights, and I, that show was always so fascinating to me. Um, could you talk a little yeah. bit about like what some of the topics he covers are in Mysterious World? Like some of maybe the, the recent podcasts you guys have done. Sure. Yeah. So uh, recently we've we've done an episode on. Let me just bring up my listing here. I don't, I don't want to miss anything. That's good. Uh, we this week, uh, this past, um, uh, well, this week coming up, we're doing an episode on. Ending. Now, if you have, if you remember, it was oh, a big yeah. fad back in the seventies with the the uh, mentalist Yuri Yeller, uh, who would uh, you know have these uh, events and he would bend spoons with his mind. And uh, so Jimmy recently attended a, a, a paranormal event where this was going on. You know, there was a demonstration, and so he wanted to see, you know, what's going on? Is it real? What, what, is there is there any truth behind it? And so we talk about it, and folks are going to have some surprising uh, revelations uh, from this, uh, of the, you know, what's going on. And, you know, there's a, there's a surprising amount of depth to that topic, which is kind of fascinating. Uh, we recently uh, had an episode on the, I'm um, just looking back here, um, the famous psychic Edgar Casey, who is yeah. one of the probably the most well-documented uh psychic and various things and we had a two-part episode discussing 
you know, what he did, his background, his history, and Jimmy looking at both faith and reason perspective, what's the evidence for his psychic abilities? Uh, we talked about um, this amazing story I'd never heard of called Springheeled Jack, which is a Victorian yeah. figure who uh, kind of menaced London for for many years. In fact, the reports of him span almost the entire 19th century. Uh, he, he isn't known to have actually hurt anyone, but he would jump out and he would have a, a cape and he would breathe fire and be capable of these giant leaps. It was almost like a Batman figure. Uh, <laughs> and so there was all these questions. Was he a demon? Was he, um, you know, a, a, you know, a, a, a Oh, a ne'er-do-well aristocrat who was out for, yeah. you know, having fun. Uh, so there's those ones we've talked about, recently talked about Eucharistic miracles, looking yeah. at some famous ones and looking at the evidence there. Um, we had a really interesting episode earlier this year, uh, which titled, Is It Always Demons? Which Jimmy and I have some catchphrases <laughs> in the show. Yep. And, uh, we, you know, we often say, oh, because it's always aliens or because it's always demons. Because when... Weird things happen. That's often an explanation people come up with for, you know, like the, like sort of a knee-jerk reaction. Well, you know, UFOs, those are just demons trying to trick us. Right. Are, are, is it? Are they? I mean, do, do we have evidence? And what would the evidence be? And so Jimmy actually really does a good job of, in that episode, walking through how we would evaluate. What does the Church tell us on how we would evaluate whether demonic activity is present? And, and, and he goes through the the steps through it. And it's really a fascinating uh, exercise. And it's excellent because it's not just entertainment. It actually, we're teaching people. We're te- right. It teaches others how to use critical thinking and a balanced approach to reach common ground with people on subjects, but also to get at the truth. And so he has this evidence-based approach that's non-polemical that really brings people in. It's an approach that's, frankly, all too rare today. And yeah. We actually hear from teachers and parents who tell us that they let their kids listen to a lot of episodes because the, their kids are entertained, but they're also learning how to use this critical thinking and an evidence-based approach, using faith and reason to approach all kinds of topics. I didn't even mention all the UFO ones we've, we've talked about. Yeah. Those, are, those have been a lot of fun. Uh, we've talked about uh, Bigfoot. Uh, we've talked about the Dead Sea Scrolls. So it really runs the entire gamut of interesting mysteries, historical mysteries, so things that are completely non-supernatural. But uh, we talked about the Cuban Missile Crisis early this summer. Yeah. And coming yep. up in October, the third, the second secret Cuban Missile Crisis that very few people know of. So oh, we're going to yeah. be talking about that soon. Yeah, it's just it, it's just a fantastic program, like you said, because it's equal mixes entertaining and uh, educational. And I really right. love, like you said, Jimmy's approach is so uh, clinical and logical and very respectful, right? He he approaches all of yeah. these things from the perspective of, well, let's see. Let's look at the evidence. Let's look at it dispassionately and go from there, which, like you said, is definitely not the way most people approach things, <laughs> uh, whether it's uh, paranormal events or um, just everyday events, you know, uh, natural events in our daily lives. Uh, so it's from that perspective alone, it's worth, I can't, uh, endorse the show enough. It's worth that alone just to, uh, listen to Jimmy's approach to these things, the things that you might throw yeah. out, uh, offhand. I still remember 
uh, he did a show on the, uh, oh, what's that, the flat earthers, the people who think the world is flat, yep. that it's not round and all that. Yep. And I could not believe how long Jimmy was able to go on and, you know, talk about everything without snickering, without, you know, making any kind of sarcastic comments or anything, you know, um, and going through it. Until he got to the end, you know, and then again, very logically, clinically said, well, that's why this doesn't make, you know, this is why that doesn't line up. Logically, this doesn't, you know, and again, without making fun of anyone, without ridiculing anyone. Yeah. Just very straightforward. We could all use a little bit more that's of that. A, yeah. Yeah. That's a very important uh, aspect of it is Jimmy always gives people the benefit of the doubt, takes their arguments as they would present them, um, uh, receives, you know, takes them charitably, presents them fairly to the audience. Uh, and, and again, yeah, charitably, never makes fun. Um, we're all we're here just to uh, explore and understand and get at the truth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, if I if I could add just one thing, um, the the idea of SQPN is is we want to appeal to wide audiences, and by exploring these ideas and topics from a Catholic perspective, we're introducing the Catholic faith to many people who would never listen to say a talk on Jesus or the Blessed Mother. We're and we're creating what. Uh, Sherry Waddell, in her book, Forming Intentional Disciples, calls trust thresholds. And so what we're doing is uh, we're creating a trust threshold to introduce people and bring people deeper, to, to at least give them an opening to maybe talk deeper about some of these more specifically devotional or catechetical aspects of our faith. So we're really in an evangelistic uh, uh, program here. That's what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, with it being... Uh, um, almost exclusively online, whether it's, uh, I know some of the shows now have a YouTube channel as well as, you know, podcasts. Has it been challenging to find listeners to spread the word about SQPN? Oh, yes and no. We're very happy with the audience of our programs. We're always wanting to reach more people. You know, programs like Bible in the Year that get exposure in the mainstream are very welcome, but there are still hurdles for people understanding how to get and listen to programs like podcasts. And so it's, it's not as easy as, say, tuning on the, turning on the radio. You know, we right. have to try to make them available as many places as possible. So if you have Spotify, you find us there. If you have an iPhone, we're an Apple podcast, we're a Google podcast. But what's most important is word of mouth, people letting other people know about these programs. If you enjoy it, tell someone else. And we're always asking people to do that. And that's the most important way of getting it out there. Mysterious World is in the top 15 of the Apple podcast category wow. for documentaries. Wow. And that's... That's due to the, the the word of mouth of a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, everyone listening right now, uh, like you said, the programs can be found on Spotify, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, all those different Apple uh, podcasts, rather, all those different places. Uh, where all can people uh, find out more if they want to find out more about the types of programs you have, things like that? Go to our website, sqpn.com, or our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash starquest. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, uh, Dom. I hope you get a lot more listeners. You just um, got one from me. Like, I will be a listener from now on. <laughs> so, thanks, awesome. for join thanks for joining us, and uh, have a great day. Thank you. You too. And if uh, you're, uh, you're listening in this morning on Real Presence Live, thanks for joining us. Nick Medelsky, Melissa Scaccio here at uh, St. James Coffee in Rochester. Up next, we'll be talking about the Byzantine Choral Festival coming up soon. Stay tuned. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network.